Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Good morning. Happy, happy Mother's Day to all the moms that are here this morning. To all the beautiful moms that are online this morning, happy Mother's Day. I wish you the the best day ever. Um, unfortunately, it seems like we only get to celebrate Mother's Day one day, but this next year is going to be new because I'm hopefully that whoever listens to the message that I have this morning will celebrate you every day. Whether it's a little bit or a lot, they will celebrate you every day. Before we get started, I want to make sure, did all the moms get a nice little fan? I call them little paddles. Raise your hand if you do not have one. For the moms that are online, when I ask certain questions, I want everybody to partake and be a part of our service this morning. So online, give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, for all the moms who do not have one, just wave your hand and we'll make sure that we, we get one of these to you. They are not to hit the spouse or the kids, okay? <laughs> so kind of maintain and kind of hold your ground for a little bit, no matter how mad or how rough it was this morning, okay? Um, but to all the moms this morning, and to all the moms to be, and to all the moms who were, if we can all give them a standing ovation this morning, we would love, this is just for you, to all you moms, yes. Amen, thank you. Moms, we appreciate you. You may have a seat. You have all survived one of the greatest years ever. And actually, before I even begin, I want to make sure I thank my amazing husband, the man of the house, Pastor Dan Vera, just for allowing me the opportunity to come up here. Um, I promised to land the plane on time. But I would love to just take a moment to wish my mom from Colorado a happy Mother's Day. My mom is amazing. I love you, Mom, and I thank you for everything that you have ever done for me. And I just want to wish you a great Mother's Day. COVID has changed lives forever for us moms, pretty much for everybody. But I think the battle and the challenge has up a grade for us moms, and yet we're able to maintain the composure of everything's gonna be okay, the composure of I'm gonna be okay, my family's gonna be okay, in the midst of chaos. You have been challenged with a great um, situation. And how many of you know where there is a situation, you can grow from it. And you can not only survive it, but your kids are gonna see how they can survive when they're when they come up against certain situations as well. You have had to rearrange your work. You've had to rearrange the school, the schooling of your kids. Maybe some of you are now at home working with the kids and then to top the ice cream off, have the husband home 24 seven, okay? (laughs) With me, that's easy. I work with my husband. It's a joy to work with him. But how many of you know sometimes all that added pressure is a little overwhelming for us moms? Just when you thought you had everything under control, 
to some extent, it's affected us moms even mentally. I cannot even begin to tell you the number of ladies that I speak to and that I have spoken to that have been so overwhelmed um, with this new challenge. But I need you to know today, moms online, I need you to know there is hope. And this morning, I'm going to speak the hope that you need to hear this morning. I'm here to give you some great news. And that news is that you are not alone. You are not alone. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for just the courage of bringing forth your word. I pray, my God, that as moms, that even just now, for the first time, my God, we can put our walls down. We can put our, um, the protection that we think we need to have, my God. We lay it before your throne this morning. Speak to the hearts this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I want to share with you Eve's journey. Eve was an amazing, amazing woman. In Genesis 1.27, we have, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. He made them male and female, he created. Eve's life story could be actually summed up in four simple little chapters. Can you imagine the woman who gave life, the, li the woman of all living things, her life can be summed up in four simple little chapters. And I think your moms, you're gonna be able to relate to this. This could pretty much sum up our life as well. Chapter one, Eve was created. Chapter two, Eve sinned. Chapter three, Eve was banished. Chapter four, Eve bore children. Can you moms relate to that? Let me see your paddles. Can you, can you relate to that? Can you relate to your life being in four simple little chapters? And then after the fourth chapter, you hear nothing about Eve. But you do hear the legacy that she carried on in her, ki in her kids after that. And this is where your hope comes in the legacy that you are leaving, even now, in the midst of everything that you're going through. Eve was the mother of all living. She was the first to be the first. Unfortunately, we will never be the first of the first, but she paved the way for us, an awesome way for us. She was the first woman to be created. She was the first beautiful woman, the first woman to be deceived, Satan's first victim. First woman to get kicked out of a place. <laughs> Any moms relate to that? She was the first fashion designer. The first woman to have children. <laughs> Sister Irma, you can give yourself up. First woman to lose a son to a murderer. The first woman to have a son who was a murderer. And this one was the best. The first woman to never give up. Now those are some pretty serious accomplishments, and yet how many of you know when we accomplish something, we've got to offset the, the scale. We have not so good accomplishments in what we think in our eyes as moms because we set a bar that's pretty high as mothers. And since it's Mother's Day, I want to focus on Eve as being the mother. Genesis 4.1, says, Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain, 
She said, with the help of the Lord, I have, fought, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Those of you that may not be familiar, Cain and Abel um, were to bring sacrifices to the Lord. Back then, God was still around. They still carried conversation with him. They still were able to be in communication with him. Even though he wasn't there physically, they knew he was there because they could feel him. They could sense him. And he had never left them. Even after the fall, he still loved them enough that he did not leave them. And this is their story. In Genesis 4, it, it goes on to say, Abel took care of sheep, Cain, Cain farmed the land, and sometime Cain gathered some things he had grown. He brought them as offering to the Lord, and Abel brought an offering. He brought the fattest parts of some animals of his flock. They were the first animals born to their mothers. The Lord was pleased with Abel and his offering, but he was not pleased with Cain and his offering. So Cain became very angry and his face was sad. How many of you know as moms, you have more than one kid, you're gonna have more than one problem, <laughs> right? And how many of you know the firstborn will always say, I am the favorite? to a certain extent, but then the youngest will, have, will always say, no, I'm the youngest because I'm the cutest and I'm the baby, I'm the favorite. So here you have Eve having two sons, which she was so grateful for that even after her mess up, God loved her enough for her to give birth. And she gave birth to two boys and then that's when all, the chaotic life of having kids began. So I, as moms, I need you to know anything and everything that you've gone through, it's not, it's not new. God had already paved the way for you. He had already prepped you ahead of time for what you're gonna be going through. So here you have Cain, the oldest. He farmed the land, so he would bring God his offerings, you know, on whatever that he could, from what it sounded like, whatever he could find. You know, he was a hard worker. He felt like, okay, I'm the oldest. Of course, I'm going to be the favorite. I'm going to be the one who's going to be highly favored. So he would bring God his offerings. And then Abel, the youngest, would bring his offerings. And he um, was overlooking the flock, the, the sheep out there. So he would bring in not only from the top of the line of meat. I'm not a meat eater, so I'm not for sure what steaks are good, the filet mignons or the, um, I'm not even sure what other kind of steaks there are, ribeye. Um, but Abel would bring the best of the best from his firstborn. And God noticed that. And he verbally announced it to them as, I love what Abel brings to me, but Cain, I'm a little disappointed in you. And that got Cain, who was the oldest, jealous. He was upset, he was offended. He was like, but I'm the oldest, you know. That, that in itself brings entitlement, supposedly. Um, so he gets upset, and then he allows his being upset go beyond uh, the, the thing of doing something that he can't take back. So he ends up killing his younger brother because that's how upset he was about it. So can you imagine as a mom what Eve must be thinking? Okay, God, you were going to bless me. You blessed me with two beautiful boys, and now I have none because now Cain is sent out to be on his own, 
and Eve is left with no sons, the emptiness that she felt. How many of you know that there are times where you feel like you've done the best that you can with your kids? And that's what makes us a mom. A mom is because we've been, you know, we, we've had kids. Um, and not only that, it doesn't necessarily mean just because of that, but yet those moms that, those ladies that feed into other people, you adopt those as your kids and you're constantly giving out. So just because we have, have those moms that haven't given birth aren't moms, you're still a mom. That's a calling that's been put on your life. And that's a calling that God's gonna fulfill for you as well. So I can imagine um, Eve just sitting there thinking, you know what, had I not taken a bite of that apple, maybe my kids wouldn't have reacted the way he did. You know, had I not sinned, maybe, you know, God would have found favor in me and would have changed them. As moms, how many of us, have you ever felt the excuses that we make for our kids? The excuses that we make for us to make us feel better so that way we don't take a look at it as, what did I do? Where did I go wrong? You know, Eve sat there. She could have easily just sat and said, I don't know what I did wrong. I messed, I messed everything up. You know, when I first got married, I thought I was a pretty good wife, a pretty good mom, had wonderful kids, until my kid went into sixth grade. My oldest. It's got to be a thing for the oldest, okay? Have your kids ever made you do something, or have they ever made you say something that you regretted? Let me see. We're not perfect moms. I know you should be flashing that. It's okay. Be real. Okay, don't be embarrassed. Thumbs up online, moms. Okay, don't rat your kids out. Don't say what they did. But I'm going to rat my kid out this morning. Okay? My kid, at one point, and probably the only, the only time that had pushed my buttons, and to this day, I don't know why I was so upset and so offended by it, but I was. She made me say a word a nice word, okay? I got a phone call from the school one day after dropping her off at school, sixth grade, that's probably what, maybe 11, 10, 11 years old, I don't even know. Um, after dropping her off that morning, I get a phone call. You know, we notice that Jazzy is not, Jasmine is not in school this morning. We hope you know, everything's okay, is she feeling sick? And I didn't cover her. My first word were, what? No, I dropped her off this morning. Okay, well, we just wanted to let you know that she's not in school this morning. We just wanted to make sure that she's okay. And I remember just telling her, oh, she's going to be okay. <laughs> I headed home. I drove around for a little bit, trying to calm down. Went home, looking for her. Couldn't find her anywhere. I'm yelling her name. This is when we lived in Manteca. And I'm screaming from the top of my lungs, yelling her name out. And I couldn't find her. I get back in the car. I'm driving around. Who is she hanging out with? And as moms, by this time, I'm going through the worst. What kids is she hanging out with? Is it boys that she's bringing into my house? And I'm just, so I'm kind of stirring myself back up all over again. Can't find her. Go back home. I'm going up the stairs screaming, where are you? Go back downstairs. There was a little office that we have down at the bottom of the stairs where that was my office when I needed to get work done. That's where I hide myself because the closet was the length of the stairs, so it went all the way in perfect place for an office. Um, I open it up, and she's in there with all her friends, and they have a Walmart bag. 
they went shopping, got some goodies because they were going to be chilling at my house instead of being in school. And I remember I had always told myself I would never do or say anything so drastic that it would affect my kids. Um, but kids don't think of it that way towards us moms. They really like to push our buttons. And I remember telling the kids to get out, and I didn't just tell them nicely. I yelled at them. I told them, my firstborn, I said the big one, the queen mother of dirty words. And if you don't know what that is, you need to watch the Christmas story. But I got to admit, I toned it down a little bit. They said I said the other. I said the capital H, capital E, capital double hockey sticks. And I told them to get out of my house. No sooner that I said, than I said that, I was feeling really bad. I couldn't believe that I actually said something like that because her friends knew that I was a pastor's wife. We were pastors, we attended a church. <laughs> and just the fact that I had embarrassed my daughter, but I was mad, I was livid. It's like, how could you do this? You know, you should know better, you're a PK, you know? Um, so I do have to say, I have gone beyond the things that a mom should not do. And I know I'm not the only one, so okay, very good, very good. Thumbs up or thumbs down, ladies online, moms, okay? So I could see Eve blaming herself on what Cain did, you know? Maybe I shouldn't have reacted that way. I shouldn't have eaten the apple. I should have paid attention more to him. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention to him. Maybe I should have bought him the expensive shoes that he wanted, that he asked for. Um, as moms, in our minds, we can think of so many things and so many um, excuses to kind of make us feel better, but yet that's just not how it works sometimes. As moms, we carry a big load. And I truly, truly feel that God has placed in my heart this morning, there are some of you moms that have gone beyond the, past the overwhelming of what's going on that you feel like you have nowhere to turn. There's nowhere to go. But I need to let you know Eve has given us a way out. We are all a part of Eve. And you need to know that Eve did the greatest thing that she could have done. Two things that Eve has taught us. And the first one was that um, as moms, we're not perfect. And we're not ever going to be perfect, moms. Being a mom is hard. Being a parent is hard. Okay? And it goes both ways, even for dads, but it's mom's day. So I'm focusing on moms, okay? Because it's all about us today. And the day, out of all days, we're going to be selfish today. Okay? And here, we... Um, Eve could have easily have said, you know what? I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. But the second thing that Eve shows us is that she could have, when she could have given up, she didn't. She decided, you know what? No, I can't give up. She had spent too much time with the Lord. She knew 
that God had placed a higher calling on her and has her already for great things because she spent time with him prior to this. She knew who her heavenly father was. She knew who her provider was at that point. She had already experienced that with him. But when she allowed the enemy to speak to her, that brought a lot of doubt in her life. So when Adam and, Lee, Adam and Eve left the, um, Eden, they were feeling humiliated, embarrassed because of what they did. When those words came out of my mouth, I was very embarrassed. And I, that's the last time, truth be told, that I ever, they could do anything <laughs> that they wanna do, but I, I've always told my kids, I will never wanna say something out of my mouth that will be devastating to you, that will harm you, even though, okay, maybe two times, but it didn't have anything to do with, it didn't have anything to do with the cuss word, okay? Just as a mom, we all moms know how we can sometimes say hurtful things to our kids because we get frustrated or because we're hurt, or sometimes in my other situation, I just wasn't thinking, I just reacted. And those hurt, and we tend to hang on to that no matter what. So when those words do come out, as moms, we're so forgiving of them, but we're not so forgiving of us. And that takes a lot, okay? Ma, um, Eve could have sat under the tree, eating her, eating her apple, pondering on the failures. She failed God by disobeying. She failed her husband. She failed by having a son who was a murderer. She failed as a mother because she could not protect the son that was murdered. That's a handful of a job as a mom, a huge responsibility. Again, Eve chose not to give up on herself. She chose not to give up on her marriage, and she chose not to give up on family. Because if you continue to read later on down in the chapters, she's blessed with another son. And then that's the last that you hear because Eve continued her legacy in Seth and the rest of the family that was developed from there. So this morning, I really need you as moms to remember you are truly a masterpiece of God. Eve remembered that she was a masterpiece of God. She remembered that God had instilled in her heart the greatest thing ever and that was that she could conquer and come against anything that was placed before her. And she remembered that God spent time with her. He, she spent time with him. So this morning, I need you to know, ladies, we may come in with a face of, of a smile, of happiness, of we've got it all together, but this morning, moms, you need to know that we are here for each other. You need to know and we need to be reminded that you are amazing. You are a masterpiece of God. <laughs> Psalms 139.14 states, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God gave us that scripture for a woman, I think especially for a woman, because when he made you, he was like, oh man, this, 
this girl, this mom, this woman is going to be powerful. Going to be powerful. And he, the enemy feared what you become. You need to stop and think of the woman, the powerful woman, God-loving woman that you once were before this pandemic hit. We have tend to have forgotten what our identity is. And the enemy wants nothing better than for you to stay huddled up in a corner or with the mask, assuming that everything is okay. Time to pull that mask off, ladies. Time to get, time to get back in your word, speaking it loud and clear, showing your kids that no matter what we go through, no matter what situation is going to come up in the year of 2021, when we might think things are getting better, let's not wait for things to get better. Now, moms, is the time to make things better within your home. And you need to realize, Psalms um, 46.5 says, God is with her, she will not fall. That in itself, you got to run with that. And even if we do fall, guess what? God's right, right by your side, waiting to pick you up, waiting to run with you no matter what. I leave with you Joshua 1.9. Be strong, be brave, be fearless. You are never alone. So this morning, moms, I need you to realize that COVID may have killed your hope, your faith, the belief in yourself. But I'm here to let you know, the Lord is wanting you to know that he is going to restore everything that has been broken. 2021 may bring some new challenges, but you know what, ladies? This Mother's Day, you're gonna change things because you're gonna choose to fight back. One, for your kids, even more so, even for your, before your kids, for yourself, for your sanity, for your kids, for your home. So you need to leave here knowing that you are the best masterpiece that God has ever created. Okay, moms, you need to, you need to know that. You need to realize that no matter what. You need to believe and trust that God has your life in his hands. Stand with me, please. Let's pray for our moms. Father, we just thank you for your word that you've given us today, my God. I pray, my God, that if there is a mom here that may be feeling down, my God, that may be feeling like she is at her last strength, my God, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would shower her with your love, shower her with your Holy Spirit, my God. I pray your hope and your peace, my God, upon every mom that is here, every mom that is listening right now to my voice online. I speak, my God, that you would touch, that you would let them know that you are not alone, ladies. You are not alone, moms. I pray that you would give them strength and that you would be their provider, their protection, my God. Give a new mind, a new strength, my God, upon them right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Mothers, thank you so much for joining us this morning.
We love you and we appreciate you. Again, don't forget, love God, love people, and let's change another mom. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.